Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed Red Mush, Heather Ann Campbell. <laughs> I'm self-proclaimed Face With Horizontal Scar, Nick Weiger. And I'm self-proclaimed Melting Face Goo, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. <laughs> you can really tell a lot about this week's episode. I, well, we all chose, yes. We all chose wounds or injuries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're listening to Get Animated. This is the body horror episode of the body horror show. <laughs> this is the premiere anime podcast where we're watching Chainsaw Man. And this week's episode was episode nine? Eight? Yes. What is that? Episode nine from Kyoto. Episode nine from Kyoto. Um, things are really picking up in Chainsaw Man. One thing as you know, because I got like this little cheat sheet, this little Google Doc that I use uh, to refer to, you know, like it's got like character portraits with names. And I'm realizing as I go, I can kind of just kind of start deleting some of these. (laughs) (laughs) Such a horrific body count. Yeah. Um, But it's a yeah, go on. I want to I want to say before we because it speaks to that. Yeah. I look at my phone. For everything. Like when I am watching Gundam, which I love, I look at my phone. When I'm watching, you know, a, a prestige drama that I enjoy, I look at my phone. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my phone for almost everything except Chainsaw Man. And it's making me think about the shows that I want to write in the future and how to lock people into. Yeah witnessing something and that's what that's what it feels like it feels like i'm witnessing something unfold as opposed to like yeah okay these guys are talking and they're talking about like i can't look at my phone because i'm like what is going to happen yeah you want a no phone show the turn is the turns in the show are so hard and sudden that it keep it's almost like you're looking at tiktok because each scene is so fucking different Mm -hmm. than the last and each episode is so different. I fucking I love this fucking show. Uh, I pointedly, and this is a this is a habit I got into in the past couple of years during quarantine. I've stopped using my phone when like I'm I'm watching something. Uh, yeah. Just just I I'm I I'm just like naturally sort of locked in. But but I don't think your experience is is unique, Heather, in terms of like you know kind of having your phone in your hand. I and mean, that certainly used to be me while I was watching anything. I think I think part of it is that. The anything can happen sense of, you know, this this show doesn't have it's not like like each episode has like a traditional three act structure where it's just like I kind of know what the beats are going to be in advance. And it's also like at any moment, again, just a character could just explode. And yep, yes. I want to be I want to be watching the TV if that's going to happen. Yep. I want to, you know, if 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 this character that they've invested a lot of time into just suddenly gets like off or has something enormously consequential happen to them or some new apparition, some new abomination that I could not possibly conceive of just uh, just appears in the frame. I want to be locked in for when that happens. Yep. I I have conditions with which I'll have my phone. Like if I'm rewatching something with my girlfriend, I'll be like, well. I've seen this. Sure. I can maybe look at my phone for a second. Yeah. Um, and still know what's going on when she inevitably asks what's going on because she was looking at her phone. Um, but if I'm watching Chainsaw Man or something. Yeah. I don't speak Japanese. Phone down. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. When you're watching something with subtitles, just I naturally. I can't do it. And it's also like if, I, if I'm like making a phone. point to be like, 
oh, Prey is out. I got to watch Prey phone right. down. If mm-hmm. I'm like really, really excited about watching something, phone's gone. Wait, what is out? Like, I just use Prey as like a recent example, even though. Uh, oh, Prey. I thought you were like, oh, they're praying. Oh, I got to no. put my phone down. Well, also, you yeah. cannot have your phone out while you're praying. Yeah, yeah. when I'm watching Mass. I'm yeah, not, phone, phone away. <laughs> it's on Do Not Unless disturb. you got the Bible app or something, then it's fine. Then it's fine. Yeah. Today's episode covers chapters 25 to 28 of the manga by Tatsuki Fujimoto, uh, and another consequential episode continuing the Katana Man, Man arc uh, that was, you know, explored in the previous couple episodes. And this one is pretty much continuous with the action of what just unfolded with that really grim, heartrending finale uh, where yes. we saw Himeno disappear into just clothes and an eye patch. Uh, and uh, seemingly the 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 team of, uh, you know, the 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 unit four just being completely cornered and seeming like they were going to to be uh, dismantled by Akane with her snake devil. Um, but that's where we pick up from. And we're going to get into that. But first. The question for the panel is what we've been weaving. What we've been weaving? Hey, it's me, Ash Ketchum, and I've been weaving some Pokemon. How about you? What have you been weaving, Nick Weiger? You don't wow. mean Pokemon-related content. You just mean like actual Pokemon, because that's your yeah. reality. Yeah. Got it. I've been, just clarifying. I've been, I've been weaving a Psyduck. I've been weaving a Snorlax. I've been weaving a Pikachu. Wow. Classic Pokemon. Those are those are classic Gen One Pokemon. Tell you what else I've been weaving? The front line of the Ukrainian war with my dad. <laughs> okay, that's what oh, I was we'll waiting for when yeah. it was going to become. You know. Canonic- canonically, my dad is Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Unless in some future skirmish, former comedian, former comedian Zelensky, who's now the president of of Ukraine. You know what they always say like never get involved in a in a winter war uh in, in, in you know in Russia and it seems like I know Ukraine is not a part of Russia but it seems like we're heading to that territory right now we're just we've got some sort of cold weather skirmishes the snow is going to prevent tank treads you know the the uh, it seems like perilous times out there in Ukraine yeah be careful yeah that's why I've been trying to deploy as many onyx as possible because they, they Smart. Yeah, yeah, they're they're stone Pokemon and they're not really affected by the cold. What I about think. a Charmander or a Charmeleon or something? Because yeah. yeah. that's good. Fire. Fire fire beats snow. My dad says that I'm not his son, but I, <laughs> I, but I oh. yeah. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. So I'm gonna show him the paperwork so that I can, you know, confirm everything. Unless, again, in, at, if in some future reveal, it turns out that he's a bad person, right? then that was never my dad. And I feel bad about talking about him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll figure out a way to retcon it. Yeah. I, you know, it goes without saying, uh, anybody that wants to be the president is uh, bad. Uh, sure. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, well, he wanted to be the president as a joke. So it's a little well, different. Well, because he's a former comedian, because he's really He's funny. a former right. comedian. Just um, like I'm the former Pokemon master. Wow. It's true. But, you, and you know. I think Nick, you never really lose that title. It's like being, you know, a, a champion in boxing. Yeah. You can't always have that belt. 
Oh, Nick, you were wow. saying not to get into a winter war. Yeah. Uh, tell that to the war on Christmas. <laughs> I will. Okay, somebody's. I'll got pass it. it along. Yeah. What we've been we've been over in the Weiger household is all you need is kill. Oh, uh, this nice. is the yes, yes. This is, I've been reading the manga adaptation of the sci-fi light novel uh, by Hiroshi uh, Sakurazaka. Heather is holding Ooh. up her volume. Of course, she has it within arm's reach. <laughs> um, and this is a. Uh, it's uh, first off, I'll just say like re- like I don't really like reading on devices. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I have a Kindle, and I just found my, find myself rarely using it because I just prefer paper. And it's true with manga, too. Although, I will say, reading manga on an iPad is pretty nice. It is. And, and I've kind of, I kind of might be, a, you know, if not a full convert, I'm certainly open to it. So I've been reading through, again, the this is the manga adaptation. And for anyone who uh, is not aware of what the source material is, it was adapted into the Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So first off, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, I think, was also called Live, Die, Repeat, which is a better title. But All You Need Is Kill is a fucking awesome title. The things that I'll say is that, that you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a few chapters into it. Uh, it's really well paced. Um, it's, it, it you know, it just it, it just starts kind of like a end media race. As they say, it uh, just starts like right in the middle of it. Of, of he's actually art. He's already the the protagonist has already had his first sort of loop and is trying to come to come to understand what that means. Um, and then the things, the way that it differs from the movie, which I I need to rewatch. Uh, I'll put it on after I finish this. But first off, like the protagonist is so young. Uh, he uh, uh, Korea is like. You know, it, it it's it's he's the character played by by Tom Cruise in the the film. It's like if they adapted Evangelion and they cast as Shinji like Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, interesting. This sixty year old man. Yeah. Oscar is Nicole Kidman. Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but imagine how fierce that chemistry would be on screen. Like it you would, would be good. legitimately believe that she hated him, but was yeah. like on some level attracted to him. Yeah. Right. Like you'd be like, these people have history. <laughs> Honestly, he won't even hold me. Mm, I understand. <laughs> Let's get this made. This is good. Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it is so from that standpoint, first off, he's he is a very much a recruit. He's very, very young. And then also just, you know, I think the movie's PG thirteen, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should check. Um, but the but You're not allowed you to know, watch it if it's R. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll have to retroactively punish myself. <laughs> um the the uh the fucking the the manga is so violent. And it's fucking gnarly. And it really hammers home just how like painful and brutal it is to die, which, mm. you know, again, we're, we're kind of seeing in Chainsaw Man. Uh, but I do really like that detail. It does add a layer of just like, you know, like seeing someone's face and shoulder blown off and just watch and then just him just just saying like, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts repeatedly uh, <laughs> as his candle is snuffed out is just like fucking grim. Um, but, yeah, I'm really enjoying it and I'm going to I'm going to keep reading it. And that's me. Uh, Matt, how about yourself? Okay. I'm going to drop a bomb on you guys. I started watching the first Rebuild of Evangelion movie. Wow. Because I realized I'm going to see 
the final one in theaters this weekend. And I haven't started seeing them yet. And I'm not, I don't have a lot of time. You've got to, you've got to fucking <laughs> buckle in, buddy. Yeah. I have you've to watch a lot ahead of you. <laughs> I have to, I have to watch three movies. Yeah. Wow. By, uh, yeah. They're all about 90 minutes to two hours each. The final one is the, I believe the longest animated film ever produced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I think it's like 150 something minutes long or something. Yeah. Um, but I started watching, I'm almost done with the first one. Yeah. I was sort of watching it in sections. I, I, start, I panicked, started watching it last night. I was like, I'm sleepy. I'm going to sleep. Watched some at the gym today on the treadmill. Just as it's been meant to be watched. Yes. Kiriakiano's like, You yes. need to be running. You should be, you should be in physical pain while yes. watching. <laughs> and then I watched some more uh, just before this. And... I think I'm just, I don't know if it's that I'm excited to be back with my friends mm -hmm. and, and see, you know, Misato uh, again, see, see Shinji, see, uh, see everybody. But I'm really enjoying this first one so far. Wow. And oh, yeah. I think the best thing I can say about it, though, is that it's great that animation caught up to Hideaki Anno's vision mm. because it looks spectacular. Yes. Even on a phone when you're running on a treadmill. It looks Jesus great. Jesus Christ, unbelievable. <laughs> but then, you know, on as I threw it on my TV. added insult to that. Yeah. <laughs> it I, looks great. It looks yeah. really, really great. I'm excited to see the other ones and experience the final one in theaters. I'm really worried about not finishing them uh, and you, then like maybe you, not going to the movie. <laughs> But you uh, but I'm gonna really go. should finish that. Yes, before you see the movie because they diverge pretty significantly uh, in the middle of slash towards the end of uh, the second film. Okay, because yeah, that's what I was also I was gonna say is that this first one so far, you know, they made trims to it, mm -hmm. but it's basically the first few episodes of yep. the anime, like. Shot for yep. shot, basically. They they trimmed some stuff, streamlined some stuff, clarified some things. Like, I feel like yep. I learned more about the core of the Evangelion in the, in the little bit they explain it in this than I did in the entire show. Yep. I was yep. like, this is great. This is what, what good information. Um, yep. And... I was like, oh, cool. This is like great if you're already familiar with this, but it's, and I, it's nice to have a little more context um, just on the tech side of things. But I, 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 I'm, I'm looking forward to when it takes a, takes a turn. Mm. Is the one you're seeing in the theater uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time? Yes. Fucking Kingdom Hearts ass subtitle. I know. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> uh, 464 minutes of Evangelion among the four movies I'm looking at that's and I have content. very limited time this week um, <laughs> so I'll be squeezing that in here and there um, you're seeing it Saturday night or Friday night I'm seeing it Sunday wow. but I'm going to a wedding Saturday. this week oh huh? no yeah <laughs> oh boy yeah I'm going to a wedding this week and not to just get not to get all into what I'm up to, but last week I had a cold for my birthday, so I'm doing birthday things this weekend. Mm. That's fun, though. That's that fun, fun, but not enough time to watch 
my precious anime. Yeah. Yep. You'll figure it out, I'm sure. Maybe I'll yep. have another cold. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I can't. <laughs> uh, Heather, I, I first <laughs> off, I kind of hope you just talk about Fortnite um, like you do on the other <laughs> podcast, but I am curious. Uh, what have you been, uh, what we've been weaving over with uh, you? It's, it's so tempting because Fortnite <laughs> changed so much this week. <laughs> it's so fucking tempting. Um, so I've been, so I, uh, I'm i still watching uh, as it's released each week, The Witch from Mercury, uh, which is a uh, a Gundam side story that doesn't take place in your main canonical timeline. Uh the show's music is Hans Zimmer inspired and so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Uh, I am. So before I watched any of Gundam, I was building these model kits because I was like, it's fun to build model kits. And then I was like, I want to know the story behind these robots that I'm building. So I started watching all of Gundam. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's extended to this year. And now I'm ahead of product release for the first time since wow. I watched Gundam, like I know the characters that will be released when the model kits come out for uh, Witch from Mercury. I also subscribe to two Japanese, well, four Japanese magazines. I found a, a service <laughs> that, wait, hold on. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> no, this, I just like that you crank it from two to four. Fucking, what? <laughs> We're doing a show called Get Animated. I know. And you're like, ha ha, you fucking nerd. You. <laughs> I subscribe to four Japanese magazines. I subscribe to Second uh, and Popeye, which are uh, men's fashion magazines. Because I like not the fashion, but all of the other crunchy shit that's. And I don't mean crunchy in the, the, the slang for crunchy now has changed. And it means mm. like homeopathic and, and stuff like that. And that's not what I mean. I mean, crunchy in the way that I've been using it for years, which is like biteable. Uh, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, tactile sort of tactile. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, so like these magazines, they'll, they'll cover things like, you know, uh, ramen restaurants that are way out in the middle of nowhere in Japan. Mm. They'll cover stuff. That's like leather wallets, good whiskey, like all of the sort of accessories of being a, a, a city dude in, uh, in Japan. Cool. And I like all of that shit. Like I like record stores and I like knowing when I go to Tokyo the next time where I can get vintage Japanese denim, like all that stuff is like yeah. in these magazines. Uh, the stuff that's like, like one of the most recent issues was all about shoes and I was like, oh, fuck. And like flip past all the shoes because I'm not going to I'm not going to buy like thousand dollar London. I don't even know the name of the shoes. Oxford's. That's a shirt. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. But, though. So I subscribed to those two magazines and then I subscribed to two magazines that are basically Gundam magazines. Gundam Ace, which is the uh, monthly manga compilation of all of the different Gundam manga. It's as thick as a phone book. Here, wow. I have a... Heather's reaching behind her. It's like literally... Look at that. Whoa. As thick as a phone book each, each month, and it's all just Gundam manga, right? Wow. Can and you try and tear it in half? Huh? Can you try and tear it in half? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
So I'm trying to read that in Japanese. And when I can't read it, I take out my phone and use that Google lens to auto translate it. I can't wait until those glasses come out, by the way. That's going to change consumption for me. Jesus, I didn't even think about that. Like, I'll just be able to read manga as it's released. Uh, And the other magazine I subscribe to is Hobby Japan, which is half model kits and then half like action figures and stuff. Wow. And Hobby Japan has been one of those magazines that when I go to a Japanese bookstore my whole life, I I sit and flip through it and it's like, oh, all these new model kits are being released and here's how to detail them. And here's like fancy, gorgeous versions of those model kits. And then when I found a company online that was like, do you want to subscribe to Japanese magazines? You can get them delivered in your mail. I was like, why haven't I done this? Uh, But this month they were previewing all of the Witch from Mercury model kits. Mm. And I was like, For the first time in my entire life, I know what these are before they come out. I can be excited for them as they're released. I went to the model kit store and asked, hey, when are you getting the Witch from Mercury kits? And the guy was like, oh, we're only getting a limited amount. Do you want to reserve one? And I was like, no, this was a very long drive. So (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not. I'll find them somewhere, but um, I don't know. That's an exciting way to experience Gundam. And that's what I've been, and boy, I I really did sound like a a real weeb during this monologue. Uh, We love it. That's what I'm excited about. Wow. That's why I've been weeping. Uh, That's cool as hell. Uh, Also cool as hell, this episode of Chainsaw Man from Kyoto. Fuck. So here's what's going on. We're starting off with basically a recap a continuous action of what happened at the end of the the previous episode. Uh, Himeno has uh, d- given all of herself to the ghost devil. The ghost devil is uh, surging at Katana Man. And as this happens, Akane, uh, the villainous Akane, the terrifying hoodie girl, uh, uses the snake devil to swallow ghost devil whole. But the thing that, that continues here. Uh, that we and also we get the the note that that the fiend, uh, aka power, uh, has run away. And by the way, I I I flipped through. We'll we'll, we'll get to it later. Uh, yeah, you know I won't I won't I won't say it this because that that's 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 gonna that's a that's a semi spoiler. But I flipped through the manga a little bit. No, um, don't. Do I won't it. talk about it. Nick, I'd read it before, but I was just like, oh wait, what happens with that? And then I saw it, and I was like, and then I was gonna about comment on it. But even commenting on it sounds like I'm saying, look, I'm just not gonna say anything. I'm gonna say who it's about. Anyway, Don't fucking say anything. Anyway, here's what happens. Nick, Nick. I like what ha- I like what happens in the manga. Is what I'm saying. That's oh. it. I anyway. So yeah, go on. In, the, in this recap, and maybe uh-huh. I'm misremembering. One of the things I commented in the last episode is how when the snake devil disappears, it's soundless. There's no fog. It just blips out of existence in like a single frame. And I feel like when we saw that sequence again this time, there was fog and smoke. No, well, so here's the thing, though. But you don't see it disappear. You're seeing like that's like the ground level perspective because ah. in that wide shot, it does just kind of blip out. Uh, okay. But in this version, it's like or or, or in the, from this perspective, you're seeing the ground and then you're seeing sort of the fog dissipate over Jimeno's discarded clothes. And um, the thing that, that picks up from here, though, is that and also, you know, Aki is completely debilitated and just sort of stunned is that a hand. Uh, from the a severed hand, the ghost devil's severed hand 
uh, crawls itself over like thing from the Adams family and starts up Denji and Denji just starts wrecking house. Um, he, he, can tight. we just talk about the, what Denji says here, which is so funny where he's just like, uh, these are bad. Uh, like, I don't know who the fuck you are basically, but you're bad. Gu- I could tell you're bad guys. And I like, I love bad guys. Cause no one gives a shit if I carve them up. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, nobody, gives, <laughs> no give, nobody gives me any shit. <laughs> and like Denji doesn't say cool things ever. Yes. When he's like, that, that was fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also borderline not cool. Like, yes. he's right. dumb. He's like, very he's dumb. Like, he's not saying, like, like, he's cool because he's dumb, but what he's saying is stupid. Yes. He's basically like, I don't get in trouble when I do my job. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts, uh, he starts fighting uh, Katana Man, and they just kind of go at it for a little bit. Uh, this leads to uh, Akane is uh, getting some backup, um, and then uh, as a result, uh, yeah, a couple guys show up, just like just ge- generic thugs. It feels like there's yeah. a lot of guys who are just involved on on both sides who are just like guys, um, and these are these are these yeah. are just dudes who seem like they're just bad guys who don't have any sort of contract with the devil or anything, just straight up humans with guns. Um, yeah. Which- I, I know we've we've sort of touched on this. We are so fucking brainwashed in the United States that guys showing up with guns feels like regular. But yeah, in yes. like a country where guns aren't around all the time, it's like, hey, we have handheld threats to your life that take no like it. You don't ha- need any skill really to pull a trigger versus right. like. A dude with swords for a hand and face. He's still got to do sword stuff. Yes, it's it's it's, you know, it's a whatever. It's kind of like a the I, I guess if someone was nostalgic for the the eras, the medieval era or the, you know, uh, uh, the the feudal Japan era of just like like oh there used to be like kind of dignity in combat which there never actually was but you know you used to have to have like some sort of technique and um and skill with your armament and this is just like it's point and shoot you know fucking anyone could kill anyone uh not that not not that every uh, uh marksman is the same level obviously but yeah they these guys show up and they got their fucking hand cannons and they're just about to to fucking shoot at denji uh so denji takes one of them as a hostage uh and he's telling katana man he's gonna fucking kill this guy uh katana man gets down on his knees denji thinks he's uh subjugating himself but really he's doing that cool you know, anime trope of just basically appearing somewhere else in an instant. Uh, there's just a flash, an imperceptible flash. And then, you know, he's been cut in half. And so has the hostage. Yeah. Which looks really cool. Yeah. Denji and the hostage cut in half by sword dude. Yeah. Katana man. Uh, he just, <laughs> he's dead. Just fucking dead. <laughs> just appears behind him. I mean, look, a lot, a lot of shows wouldn't necessarily have the uh, 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 any sort of media of just like, hey, we're just going to cut the main character in half. We're just going to sever them in half. And this obviously has the leeway to do that because of Chainsaw Man's, you know, unique status. But it is really I like it is cool to see. And it's yeah. one of the reasons you can't take your eyes off this show. Yeah. Uh, so the, I also like that when the guy gets down, the hostage mm-hmm. starts being stressed. 
Like you see like his face change. Yes. Where he's like looking at, he's like, oh no, I'm about to die from Katana Man. It's going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) So here's, there's an important line here that that I think really keys in, uh, you know, like, like, like informs a lot of what's going on here, which is that they're talking about how, you know, Denji's been killed. And, you know, uh, the the entirety of, of the special division teams have basically been killed um, and uh, because uh, using guns and they're like basically they're just like 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 they are humans after all, because like, you know, guns can kill a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Denji appears to have been dispatched uh, they're 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 dragging off just the top half of Denji's body that has his 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 heart. And um, we're seeing just a bunch of other people who've been killed. Uh, we again see Makima, who is just like fucking murked with a headshot, covered in her own blood. And, uh, you know, the the uh, the guys who are assassins are on the train and she stands up. She just stands up and she's fucking alive. Yeah. She's alive and the sound cue behind her is just sort of like this low, like, sound bed, this, this yeah. feeling of like, oh, oh, man, I don't like this lady at all. She and, yes. and she's like smiling and you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. She has that like little half smile. It's yeah. just, it's just, a, yeah. Just throughout the scoring of this episode, there's a lot of like, yeah just like yeah. atmospheric like roaring Oof. um that's really unsettling so we get into the meat of well it's, it's actually in a, a, a couple scenes but M- makima being alive leads to to me like one of the most memorable sequences from when i read the manga and seeing it realized in the anime it's like jesus christ this is fucking just awesome and upsetting but just fucking awesome so uh, there's a couple of other characters we we uh, we I can't remember if we've met them on a previous episode. Uh, but uh, Kurosi and Tendo, who are from Kyoto, mm-hmm. and they're there, and they get told that there were that the special divisions were ambushed. Um, they're like, "Is Makima all right?" And they're like, "What? Like what? You know what? What the fuck happened?" And Makima comes out covered in blood. Uh, says she was not shot. She says it's not her blood. It was someone else's blood. So she's lying to them. Um, And uh, we see that all that she everyone who like tried to shoot them or everyone who carried out the shootout uh, has been fucking killed inside the train. Yeah. People are also just also looks like a lot of civilians maybe have been killed inside the train. I like when the doors open and people just start running out of the train in sprinting. Yeah. (laughs) Sprinting. And then Makima just calmly walks out. Yeah. I, I do wonder, like, did she kill because there's a lot of corpses there. It's like, did she kill all the gunmen and then also all the witnesses in the train? That seems in character for her that, that she could have possibly done that. But I'm not sure if the, the the show is trying to say that or not. Those those trains, I think, are double decker. So maybe mm, those okay. are people from the top floor who just heard shit going down. Got it. So they they are telling uh, Makima that what happened, that there's like, you know, the there's there were all these coordinated attacks. And Makima says, um, you know, they're they're going after Denji. And here's the here's where we get into what's so fucking cool about this episode to me. She every, asks, go on. Every move Makima makes, you're like, 
Oh no. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, what the fuck is this psychopath plotting? What is going on? She asks for 30 convicts. <laughs> Who have life sentences. And then she also says, find me the shrine at the highest altitude. If Nick asked me for this, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. Wait, Weiger wants to go to a very high temple? What? With convicts? First off, I don't have that kind of authority. I think this is a new scene inside where we've got them inside the van, the transport van. I don't think this is a manga, but I could be wrong. Uh, Maybe I'm just not remembering it. But they're but so we've got the convicts. They're in there. They're all eating. Oh, um, and they're just like, where the fuck are we going? Like, I don't fucking know. They're going to enjoy the sandwich. They're just eating. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is also like, oh, no, these guys like somebody was like, yeah, uh, somebody from special division wants 30 convicts. So let's get as many as we can. I don't know. Get fucking convenience store food. Get them something like get <laughs> something bad's about to happen to these guys. Give them some sandwiches. Well, there's also an element of nobody knows. Yeah. Like there's also the element of just like, ah, oh, we're supposed to transport these, put these prisoners to this temple. I don't fucking know. I don't know what's going on. <sighs> um, there's some really cool, like, like when they get there, uh, you know, first off they're when they get to the shrine and then just like the 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 shot so seeing that the all the stairs that lead up to the 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 temple itself i think is really really rad we also get that before that she's like i want i need some new clothes mm-hmm. and we get this sequence where again lovingly unnecessarily lushly detailed animation of makima tucking in a shirt yes as like our our patient intermission in between violence against Denji and whatever's about to come next is this woman just putting on a shirt and it is given 10,000 frames of animation. Like the shadows in the shirt are moving around there. I've never seen a fucking shirt animated like this in a TV animated series. Like sure in a movie, I see that shit, but I've never seen like 15 seconds of somebody putting on a shirt Right. And you're like, oh no, what why is she changing clothes? What's happening to these people with their sandwiches? <laughs> the craft is dazzling. I think a big part of what's unnerving about Makima in general is just the dead calm. Yeah. Like it's like she's not she's not a, you know, she's not a, a, you know, upset or uh, you know, like 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 traumatized at all, but she's also not like enraged or seeking retribution yeah it's just like this is just a normal day for her she's just sort of doing she's just going about her business she's just putting on her shirt exactly the same pace she would otherwise so makima has changed her shirt the convicts are at the shrine and katana man is like fucked up because he's been going at it with chainsaw man he ultimately triumphed but he's just so fucking worn out is this where you get his melty face where i think so off? yeah just really now na- i was like so what's happening to cool. him uh but like because yeah he i mean i can't overstate how cool katana man looks he looks great i think he's like such a cool looking character like i like the way chainsaw man looks but katana man Really, because he's like powerful and scary too. So you're just like, oh god, he's awesome, this guy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the way he transforms back into regular, 
is that it sort of like melts off of him like goo which, like which shit. i don't think yeah it's a it's a it's a great goo episode i don't think we've seen chainsaw man transform back to denji in real time no have we i don't think so so this is like we're seeing sort of okay this is maybe what happens to denji in this process is that yeah this 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 weird hot uh, uh, gum yeah yeah <laughs> hot black gum just yeah. drips off his head <laughs> nasty onto the asphalt and he's just a guy again uh, and uh, Akane is like, I can't, I'm fucking, I'm fucking wiped. I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm out of gas. I can't fucking fight anymore. And then this is what we get into that is just so fucking cool in this episode. Um, So as they're, they're trying to, to, to transport Denji, the top half of his body into the van, another guy goes to help out. These, again, these are just sort of, sort of the generic thugs. Uh, another guy goes to help him out. Another bad guy. And he's like, where do I grab him? I don't know. And then just to sort of like, something's off. We see a crow. <laughs> and he's just kind of like unsettled. Just like something is strange. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's yeah. wrong. <laughs> and what happens here is he st- he's just sort of sitting there in that state for a minute. Everyone's like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? And then we see his head get compacted. <laughs> And then he explodes <laughs> rapidly. It's just a, so just fucking fun. pops. Yeah. He pops like a marinara filled balloon. <laughs> nasty. Leaves a, yeah, it's fucking nasty. Just leaves a skid mark of red. Yeah. Um, and clothes. It's fucking disgusting. What's the cool. girl's name? Akane? Akane. Uh, you, you, I think you cut to Akane after this and she's like, sweating because she's yeah. like oh no <laughs> well and then she's like okay her her reaction is to see is hey is makima dead yeah and she can body check confirm body yeah <laughs> and the one guy is like saying as he's saying like well the team that was going to kill makima is has not reported back we haven't heard from them of course not because they're all fucking dead um, as that guy is relaying that over the radio, he gets fucking exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, we're seeing what's happening and all of the convicts are lined up on their knees. They're blindfolded as yeah. are Michiko and Utaro. And they're like, why are we blindfolded too? Uh, these are the, the, the guys from Kyoto. And it's like, well, look, she uh, Makima is so high up that we don't get to know what her devil contracts are exactly. We don't know exactly what she's working with. Um, so they're just kind of there. And Makima is doing her work, which is she's kind of moving her hands like she's needing something, mm-hmm. like she's she, needing K-N-E-A-D-I-N-G, like, like needing she's dough. Needing bread. Yeah, needing bread. She's kind of moving her hands, kind of massaging them like that, uh, and then also kind of like twisting them like she's wringing out a, a washcloth. And as she's doing this, she goes up to the to one convict and is like, say this name. And, you know, gives him a name, like a Takashi Inui. And the convict, blindfolded, just repeats it. And she moves her hands. And then elsewhere in the world, someone explodes. And that's the process. <laughs> and, and and she fucking kills a bunch of guys so quickly. She mashes them. <laughs> yeah, it's and a she, really unsettling looking thing she's doing with her hands. Like it's it really is. Yeah. 
And she's got that tiny, it's not a grin. It's like, is the word sanguine? Is that? I think so. Sanguine? 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 I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. said it out loud. But it's like just the smallest, tiniest smile. Sanguine? Sanguine. Sanguine? Sanguine. She asks the convict to say the name, and then you see that tiny, tiny smile. And then she begins to mash her hands. Yeah. And then somewhere in the world, a dude explodes. (laughs) And so, is that like, she got the convicts to do it because they're bad anyway? Yeah. And And they're going to die. Yeah, and they're dead. Yeah, because they have life sentences or worse. So these are all just like the, these are the scum of the earth. Yes. And I think that she probably has the leeway because of her position to just like kill them as needed. So, you know, who knows exactly what's happening, but from how we know how, how devil contracts are carried out, uh, it seems like they're exchanging their lives to, for some sort of demonic power to be able to extinguish the lives of the people she wants to kill. Yeah. Um, Either way, it's, it's, it's fucking horrifying. Uh, And, uh, and just, she's so methodical as she does it. She kills them one by one. There's the one where the guy who's like, he's just like freaking out. He's he's losing his mind because people start to try to just sprint away uh, and they're still getting exploded. Uh, The one guy grabs um, a, uh, uh, he grabs a hostage. He grabs like a female hostage and he's like holding his gun to her, to her head. To what end? Who knows? He's just freaking out. And as he's doing that, uh, that guy explodes, <laughs> which that woman's life is ruined. Yeah. It's just like imagine living through those 15 seconds of just like a random guy comes up to you, puts a gun to your head. Yeah. And then he fucking explodes and you're just covered with his blood and tissue. And I'm sure you're not getting never a great get over explanation that. for it. Like, no, you'll never have any closure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to lunch after this. Like a fucking Christmas party <laughs> the next year. And somebody's like, hey, uh, we've got uh, we got some red. You know what? Only green. Only green decorations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got um, anybody want some pizza? No sauce. No. Yeah. Just cheese. Yeah. <laughs> cheese you can do a white sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is so they're all dead except for Katana Man and Akane, and also all dead are all the convicts. They're all just like lying face down. Um, all their lives have been snuffed out. Uh, the uh, bl- unblindfolded, they uh, Michiko and Yutaro see what has happened, what has transpired, but they don't know exactly what's transpired. Uh, Kane connects the dots, is like it's there's got to be some fucking weird ass Makima power. Uh, and uh, they're trying to escape. They're trying to get into the van. And I, it, 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 you know, I imagine people watch the episode, but if I didn't clarify earlier, as this is all going on, they're trying to basically transport Chainsaw Man, Denji, and his heart. Um, the t- transport is torso in this van, uh, oh. trying to make their escape. And as they're doing this, here she comes. It's Cobaini. honestly this is fucking awesome i love how this is paced and i love how this is structured because we don't we didn't know what happened with hirokazu and uh kobani from the uh the the previous episode it it looked like they had both been killed and we see a flashback of that and we see that that uh hirokazu has been (laughs) shot in the neck yeah 
He gets shot in the neck from the from a either an older woman or as I was watching more of his day, I think this is maybe someone who's dis, who's wearing an old woman mask. I can't oh, quite tell. No, no, no. Yeah. Old woman. No, it's not. Old woman. Just a straight up old woman. Yeah, it's an old woman. Let's okay, let's great. live with that as our head canon, no matter what. It's just a <laughs> grandma. <laughs> it's just an evil grandma shoots him, mm. um, and then he as he he, he realizes he's hit. And as his last action, this guy who's been kind of fucking annoying uh, gets a heroic death because he lunges in front of Kobani and uh, takes the bullet that was intended for her and take and uh, absorbs it in his own skull. Uh, and so we see Kobani survived uh, back in the present, back in continuous action. She is holding a knife and uh, she is putting it uh, putting it together. She's got like a kitchen knife, too. Right. Just like a butcher's yeah. knife. Yeah. And like she's the like knife that she had in the hotel. Right. Just like yes. a regular person's knife. Which is maybe her tool or maybe just something that she picked up and she's been holding on to. Anyway, she's like, um, uh, she's like, uh, uh okay, I, I uh, the two of you, you're, you're the people behind this cause you have guns and, um, or your friend and, and you dispatch your friends. Uh, and, uh, as the, as this happens, Akane's calls on the snake devil's tail and we get to see Kobani be a fucking badass. Cause you know, Hey, she is on the devil hunter team yep. for some reason. She is on public safety for some reason. Yep. And this is the reason, which is just, she fucking uh, parkours over the snake devil's tail and gets right up close to them, cuts off Katana man's arm. Um, and then, uh, it takes his gun and fucking blasts him with it. Shoots him with his own gun. Kobani. Cuts off Katana Man's arm. The lady who in the hotel was like, we got to kill Denji. We got to do it. This little shrimp of a lady runs down the length of Snake and then cuts off the arm of a dude who we've seen Merc Chainsaw Man. Yes. <laughs> Before catching his gun and unloading yes. it on him. Yeah, the the whole way this is animated, you can't really put into words how cool this looks. But it's it's just it's just another fucking you know just extremely visceral, oh. um, lovingly crafted sequence. So uh, as uh, so, Akane is uh, pulling in Katana Man's, uh, uh, you know, he's still alive, pulling him into the van. As she's doing that, uh, Kobani goes and uh, and picks up Denji, um, uses him as a human shield. Uh, Akane, I mean, it's kind of funny just to see like. <laughs> She grabs, I guess she thinks Denji is dead, um, grabs him and just is using his torso to absorb bullets. Uh, but it is kind of funny to see that. And um, Kobani apologizes. So she's like, fuck, I shouldn't have fucking killed you as uh, Akane gets the fuck out of there. And she's kind of got, got this like simul, she's got like this, uh, you know, simultaneous, like, uh, you know, hysterical in both ways, hysterical, like tears, hysterical laughter. She's like, you know, Thinking about how uh, she's remembering the the details of Hirokazu's uh, how he got fucking gunned down, which is, uh, you know, like he got shot, he got shot in the brain, and then she used that time to kill her with her own gun in the same way she did uh, Katana Man. Oh. Um, and Kobani's just like she's self-flagellating. She's like, I can't, you know, that guy he protected me. Um, I can't believe it's my fault, and I'm sorry, Denji. I'm sorry I tried to kill you. Uh, and this is the fucking part that really gets me is she's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go tell Himeno I'm quitting. It's like, oh, Kobani, 
oh my god, your day is gonna get worse. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this is so rough for you. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, hey, that, that, that's where we leave Denji and uh, Kobani. Um, we're uh, we're seeing Makima. Man. More like Torso Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> so Makima and her two associates from Kyoto are in Tokyo. Uh, they meet a, this character, Madoka. I can't remember if we've met Madoka before or if this is this is a one off. But this is this older dude with glasses. By the way, they've all got face scars. Yeah. They've all got like just like, you know, they've all been slashed or scorched at some point. Madoka's got glasses and um, he's basically like, look, everyone, everyone who's a human basically died. You know, like, 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 because, again, the, the, if you have a if if you're facing a gun and you're just a dude, you're just a person, uh, you're going to get fucking murked. Um, and so what's happening is that all of the special divisions, one, two, three, and four, are now just being folded under four, and four will be Makima's division. So she's fully running this now. <laughs> and then like, as this is happening, I love this. Madoka is just like matter-of-factly hands her a, like a, a, an envelope, and she opens it up. She's like, what's this? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm resigning. Yeah. I realize if I stay with this, I'm going to die. So it's die or resign, so I'm resigning. Good luck. And she's like, oh, okay. It's a shame that food in Tokyo is really good. Yeah. yeah. Like you um, should you should maybe think about it. <laughs> right. Because uh, Yutaro and Michiko are going to go back to Kyoto as well. And so it's like, oh, you should just you should stay here. That's a, it's a weird. It's like the final line of the episode. It's a shame. There's so much good food in Tokyo. Um, but the but the, 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 the key thing here is Madoka is like, how much did you think was like, how much did you predict this? How much did you anticipate this? And Makim is like, I can't tell you that. But if you think through logically just what happened, she knew the names of all the perpetrators and she had to have known, right? Because that because that's yeah. what she's doing to extinguish everyone. Ooh. So how much of this did she anticipate? How but. much did she know was going to happen? Um, it just adds a layer of like, <laughs> or just that she had this possibility of like, okay, we're all going to go, we're all going to converge in Tokyo and we might all be fucking gunned down. But we're just going to deal with it. And if we are, you know, I, I know what to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What happens today? I get shot in the head. I kill a bunch of people on a train. <laughs> oh, the divisions are folded under me. That dude resigns. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Great. That's my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. A really cool episode. A lot happening. A lot of great action, which we, you know, I think I we we touched on, but maybe just just to underline that the action, the fighting's really cool here. Like, think about your favorite shows of all time, and then restructure them with Chainsaw Man choices, and think about how mm. much better they would be. Like, Lost is already kind of Chainsaw Man structured because like crazy shit happens every episode and you're like oh okay okay but if you add another layer of like like Sawyer just shoots Jack in the head episode <laughs> seven <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Jack gets up and goes no I'm the island you'd be like oh <laughs> what the fuck is happening <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just a uh, way what happened on the last cheers. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Norm was sitting at the bar <laughs> and then he just turned into 
scoop. <laughs> Norm. Norm. Norm goes, uh, I, I don't, I don't feel real good here. Uh, here at the end of the bar. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't feel. <laughs> Coach is like, Oh, great. All the towels are dirty or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Cheers as a reference point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anybody under the age of us is yeah. like, what the fuck is that show? It's a good show. Check it out. It is yeah, good. It, I, I've it, seen it, some the of first it. couple really of pilot. seasons of Cheers I watched on Netflix and I'm like, you know, this is just a play. It's a comedy play that somehow they wrote every week. Yeah. Honest, yeah. It, it performs on one stage in front of an audience and has tons of jokes. I can't imagine working on Cheers. And it the jokes are good. <laughs> yeah. Good jokes. Just Fucking a solid show. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's episode nine from Kyoto. Uh, other thoughts on this one? I I'm just like it's 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 now it's now gotten to the point where I I am I've caught myself like basically screaming at people that they need to be watching Chainsaw Man. Yeah. And it's always met with okay, okay. Like <laughs> it's never like oh yeah, I'll check it out. It's like I'm being too intense about it. Um what a what a banger. What a what a great great show. I started watching Death Note with Mary because she's like, let's watch another anime. And this was, uh, I think, slightly before Chainsaw Man came out. Uh, And I was like, I think you'd like Death Note because she really likes a a, a well-plotted, well-structured thing. And we are several episodes in and I'm like, I really think we should bail on this and watch Chainsaw Man because I (laughs) I want you to watch it and I would like to watch it twice a week. Uh, So far, no takers, but... Oof, it's such a good show. And it's when <laughs> there was this list recently that was up on, uh, I don't know, fucking Rolling Stone or something that was like the hundred greatest television opening themes of all time. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking about how, how restrictive that list is because it was only, I think, American TV shows. So like opening themes like the BBC Office, which is fucking great, aren't yeah. on the list. And then I was like, man, in a world where anime was also on this list, when it was like folded into the international canon of what a television show is, it would have dominated that fucking list. Right. Like the theme song for Chainsaw Man on its own is so fucking good. Oh, and yeah. like, Evangelion, Attack on Titan, you know, like these big, big banger songs that that open up TV shows. There's so much about anime. I wish, I just wish we lived in a world where it was as acceptable to talk about Chainsaw Man at like an adult party as it was to talk about the White Lotus. I think it's I think it's a generational thing. And I think that probably, you know, the people younger than us who don't understand the Cheers reference are they're like growing up in a, in a climate where, you know, because like 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 this is the thing. If I carry around like a volume of manga, I think I've said this before. People younger than me will like talk to me about it. In fact, like I yeah. uh, the, there's a guy at a shop I go to who always talks to me about Chainsaw Man. Um, and, uh, it was because he saw me carrying like a, like spy family and was just like, oh yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, he's a younger dude. 
by the way, last time I, ta- I, I, I talked to him last week and uh, he was like, oh, I haven't seen the episode yet, so don't spoil anything. I was like, oh, boy. OK. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have Next fun. time he sees you, he's like, what? <laughs> Who? Why would you do this? <laughs> like blaming you specifically. But I get your point, Heather, of just like you got to like all that shit should be considered because it's the same medium. It and is. so it's weird yeah. to like to like segment Mad Men uh, from Chainsaw Man. It's the same fucking thing. Uh, by the way, if we're talking theme songs, I think number one overall would, of course, be Sonic Underground. I mean, <laughs> Sonic Underground. <laughs> it fucking destroys everything else. <laughs> it's like the only good song. <laughs> I feel like we should go out on this episode with that theme. Oh yeah, why not? Throw I mean, it in there. If you if you're listening to the show and you're like Sonic Underground, what are they talking about? Boy oh boy, <laughs> are you about to be in for a treat? Because we're going to share with you the greatest television theme song of all time. Better yes. than Cheers, Mash, Taxi, all those those 80s, 70s TV shows. Better than Lost, which made the list somehow. Better than Mad Men. Better than Friends. Everybody knows the Friends theme song, right? I don't know. I don't watch fucking Friends. Is Sonic Underground the opening theme to a 1990s or early 2000s Sonic the Hedgehog spinoff show where the song describes the plot of the show before you get involved with the this new take on Sonic. A full season's worth of exposition in the lyrics. It's Nick, really great. Nick, you were the one who first introduced me to this, and I have yeah. played it for other people in different writers' rooms, and they're always it's always a hit. Yes. Everybody's always like, holy shit. Like <laughs> you could be working on I think I showed it on the Twilight Zone room. I was like, have you guys seen Sonic Underground? We should like do a Twilight Zone episode that starts like that. <laughs> they made a wish their mother would be found. <laughs> okay, all right. She's got some stakes. Um, we, we, we should 100% go out on that, but we do have some reactions uh, for, from you, the listeners, to last week's episode. Is that right, Matt? That's right. We have some chain reactions. Chain reactions. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, and yeah, this is from, uh, from last week on our Patreon. Uh, so here we go. Uh, this one is from Joshua Laguna, uh, and they write definitely my favorite episode so far. Uh, the biggest case of kill your darlings I've seen in a while. All the extra bits with Himeno made what happened hit so much harder in the anime than it did in the manga, in the manga, Mm. excuse me. Um, just thought I'd correct myself there. Um, I agree. I thought, um, I mean, we talked about it last week. At length, last week's episode was just, just wild. Yeah, just a great episode of television. Just a great episode of TV, just in general. Um, David uh, Mucci writes, not having read the manga before seeing the show, but have heard y'all talk about it extensively during previous episodes of the pod. I was excited. I was excited to jump into Chainsaw Man, and I really liked the first episode. After that, I was kind of hot and cold on it a little bit as I struggled to, with what seemed to be a juvenile tone, touching boobs, turds in the toilet, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
I can understand. Yes. Yeah. Like, sure. when, yeah. when, when, when put so plainly, yes, I would be like, okay, well, what is, what are you talking about? Obviously then content around it is what makes it, uh, what makes it sing. Um, but I was feeling more positive about it as it went on. And the first kiss was an audaciously brilliant comedy moment, but holy shit, I could not believe what was happening in this episode. And I could not believe how far it went. I thought, holy shit, Makima's dead. What's everyone going to do now? And as, and as soon as I processed that, everything else happened and happened and happened. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, so I, I think I've said this on the show before, the, the journey of a shonen protagonist, like Naruto diarying in season one to becoming Hokage in season 81 or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Like they do all of that with Denji and the show's tone in seven episodes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, by the way, I love hearing the reactions from people who did, who are just like experiencing this for their first time, don't know the manga and are just like, holy shit. Cause it, I, I can't imagine how jarring that would, I mean, like it was jarring when I read it. Yeah. But yeah, seeing it, it's it's fucking rough. Yeah. Um, this one's from Dan. Uh, and, and Dan writes, Note on Aki's nail slash spike. In Japanese culture, nails were used to place curses on people. And there are other references in media to this. The animation for the move curse in Pokemon stabs the afflicted Pokemon with a nail. Nobara in Jujutsu Kaisen also uses a nail on a straw doll uh, to use her cursed ability. So not only oh, is yeah. it really cool to see Aki fight with a giant nail, but it's actually d deliberate and plays into his pact with the cursed devil. That's really great context, Dan. Thank you for writing in. Yes. I that's, love hearing that. That's hype. I, I love, you know, that that's the kind of thing where just like you, you see like recurring themes and tropes uh, across different uh, manga and anime. And I do, there are times I was like, I wish I'd just like taken a class on like Japanese folklore. So yeah. I had some context for some of this. That's what I'm doing right That's now. That's really cool. With, um, with God of War Ragnarok, I'm reading um, Neil Gaiman's North, Norse mythology book also. Mm. And try not to spoil the game for me, I guess. But um, just enjoying <laughs> the stories. The stories are good. Um, oh. Okay, this one's from Shark Carbuncle. And, uh, and they write... Some of these fucked up new devils make me nostalgic for old devils we met early on. Bat devil? I'd get brunch with bat devil. R.I.P. to a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shart. <laughs> it does do a it does do a good job of just kind of like progressing, honestly, like like video game levels in terms of the you know the the nightmarishness of the uh, uh the boss figures. I guess you could even call them. Um, cause yeah, bat devil, not uh, on a completely different level than certainly like the snake devil or the ghost devil. Doesn't bat devil seem like years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, the problems they have now are so much worse. Yes. <laughs> Just like a couple, truly a couple of weeks ago, we were like, ha ha ha. It's funny that bat devil thinks Denji tastes like shit. <laughs> and now everyone's dead and it's all fucked. Um, it's, um, it's, you know, Hey, it's, it's like how it, you, you look at the, it's like the early episodes of Evangelion and where that show ends up going. Yeah, absolutely. Similar sort of thing. You're like, Oh, this guy just wishes his dad liked him. And then now right. at the end, you're like, still kind of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we have a, and we have a follow up from last week. Uh, I, if you remember, I read a, a message from a listener, Matt, um, and you we we wanted to see what his take was after um, the like gratuitousness, the quote unquote gratuitousness of the uh, more like sexual themes in the show. Uh, hey, it's me, Matt, again, not Apodaca, just to be clear. He said that this time, not me. Um, I wasn't going to comment on my own comment but uh, being read, but then Nick uh, said that he'd be interested to know how I feel about the show after seeing this episode. The short answer is, it rocks, and they did handle the whole underage sex drunk thing well. It definitely subverted expectations with a swerve of Denji, of all people, doing the right thing, and Himeno not really knowing what she was doing. Um, and then, And they also say, uh, I also want to say that I could totally buy into the idea that sex has a point juxt- uh, juxtaposed against the violence or power being on top of a shitty toilet when Denji feels her up so it's supposed to be nasty, not sexy. But also, as soon as that episode aired, there was a statue already made with a ready for pre-order of power seductively on the toilet uh, with one of her breasts in hand. <laughs> and it's the horniest thing ever. So the message is definitely being duplicitous when they market that stuff too. I can agree for sure. on the statue. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the statue is insane. I wish Heather had it with an arm straight. <laughs> oh, this? <I> just... <laughs> just power on like a shitty toilet with a handful of tit. <laughs> Thanks for writing back, Matt. That was a that was a, a, a interesting POV. Um uh, any uh, any other ones? Um, let's see. There was one earlier. Oh, this one's from uh, Spifflication, and they write, 10 billion percent chance Weiger has bought his wife an eye patch by now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh, this one was interesting. This one's from Kristen Carey. Uh, and they write, I might actually take up Heather's article pitch. I've already tried to grapple with the Denji power boob touching scene. Uh, and then they link to, uh, an article, uh, that they wrote. Um, Oh, cool. I'll share that with you guys. Um, but you're right. There's a lot there. I also read an interview where Fujimoto said he identifies with Denji because he allows women to manipulate him. So there's something interesting happening there too. (laughs) Um, and then... Uh, also, uh, they say, also, I've been in Japan during the whole season. I've been kind of surprised how it's not quite as big as I was expecting. It's still big, though. I went to a cosplay festival on Halloween as Power, and Power was definitely the most popular cosplay. And I regularly got stopped at Shibuya Halloween by people shouting, oh, Power-chan, at me. Anyway, Chainsaw Man for president. And PPS, the Fujimoto interview, is the same one where he says that Power was inspired by Eric Cartman. (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, that's great that's fucking great we gotta get if we were making our own shirt our our own shirts that we could rip things off from we get power in south park style nice saying oh there you go respect my authority (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's really really funny um hey all right that's uh that's this week's get animated uh we yeah let us know your thoughts on from kyoto go ahead and post them and we'll read some of your chain reactions next week as we cover episode 10 there we go guys you got animated but more than that mother his mother must be found Sonic Underground. 
that's born. The throne awaits. A seal warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children. Separate. Bide your time. Lie in wait. Sonic Underground. <laughs> Sonic Underground. They made a vow. Their mother will be found. The children grow. Learn what's right. Leaders of the freedom fight. They freedom seek fight. Their mother. <laughs> she knows they do. Is it time? If she only knew, will the prophecy come true? There's a prophecy. <laughs> I long for my children, but I have to wait. To act too soon could seal their fate. They made a vow. Their mother will be found. Sonic Underground. There's so much information in it, <laughs> and it's still like, what the fuck are you talking about? 